All right, today we have uh, Lucky Lance, the uh, anti-scamming activist who went in with the movement and decided it was full of shit. How'd you get involved in all this? G'day, mate. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I thought, you'd never, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> oh, mate, I've been, been waiting, waiting, <laughs> baking this excuse, waiting for an excuse. I've been watching and going, what do they fucking call me? I want to go on. <laughs> so uh, it started off um, uh, from my Facebook, Lucky Lance. I uh, I thought the media, in, re- in regards to the coronavirus, I thought the media were exaggerating and catastrophizing it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they were. And yeah, maybe for good reason. They wanted people to take it seriously so it doesn't get out of hand like it has in some other countries. Yeah. But anyway, I've seen them. What set me off was I've seen them showing footage of busy hospitals. Yeah, and they, that's right. And, they, and it wasn't even Australian hospitals. So I drove to every hospital in Melbourne one night Yep. And made a little funny video at each of the emergency wards. Obviously, I didn't get inside. Could have been yeah, really yeah. inside for all I know. But I did speak to yeah. a director of nursing who told me uh, elective surgeries were off. Yep. And in fact, they weren't busy and some nurses weren't getting shifts. And yeah. in regards to the working 12-hour shifts, no breaks, I found that a 12-hour shift is a, was a standard shift Pretty anyway. standard, yeah. Which is so, brutal. That's why nurses are heroes. Exactly. They are heroes. And I, I hate for anyone to think I don't love nurses. I spent two years in hospital myself. And nurses are godly people. I love them. Yeah. They, yeah. they do it because they care. They don't do it for the money because they get paid fuck all. Yeah. They do it because they're caring good people. And, yeah, I um, But I went to the hospitals and they were, to my surprise, I went to every hospital at night and I couldn't find one patient in any of the emergency rooms. So I yeah, made a little yeah. video, posted it up, and it got, uh, I think one video got half a million views and I got Jeez. a few thousand followers. That's and, busy. Yeah. And we got the same. Yes. And... Um, <laughs> Then I was, you know, reading all sorts of stuff online and listening to all the influencers and I was making some more videos, poking fun at the, the corona. And then it was uh, some of the influencers reached out, wanted me to join their groups like RDA, groups yeah. like that, contacted me, we want you to join. Yeah. I assume because none of them have any lawyers behind them and they need lawyers behind them. They think because yeah. of my, they're thinking because of my family, I'll be, you know, beneficial to them. I can well. see them smacking their lips to that, thinking, oh, this will be good. Yeah, because they need lawyers, and they reach out to the shittiest ambulance chaser lawyers that you know that there is. I say they love lawyers; they always fetishize them. It's weird. Yeah, but the only lawyers they can get their hands on are the really the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, you know the shit stains on the legal industry is the yeah. only ones that will work with these grifters and these activists. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. so I assume you know they wanted my support uh, because of my unique position. So anyway, possible, yeah. So then I started looking into reignite and all these groups, and I. It wasn't long before I realized it's a complete, absolute sham. Complete yeah, yeah. drift. I look in the backgrounds of these people. They've been involved in other scams. They've been trying to get famous for years. They've been yeah, yeah. Uh, applying for game shows and whatnot, like Thanos. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So you look into their yeah, past. There is a pattern. So I noticed that they're not really truly believing in what they're talking about. It's yeah. all for money and fame. And even if they do believe it, essentially it's still basically a stepping stone towards cash and recognition in the street. It's what they really want at the end of the day. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So once I realized that, that the activists are corrupted. Yeah. And I, I was like, that's horrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was making yeah. my little videos, just trying to give my opinion, tell people about things, not asking for any money. Uh, and then I realized that it's a complete scam. I was just horrified. I thought, and it's gaslighting people, it's manipulating people, it's conning yeah. people, yeah, especially exactly. vulnerable people, conning vulnerable people that are feeling upset, scared yep. about the situation, yep. they're not trusting of the government. Yep. And then the grif- the grifters, the activists come in 
and they seize on that moment. And I thought yep. that was absolutely despicable behaviour. Yep. So uh, for me, I've, I've quickly forgot about the corona and the government. I'm not really interested in what uh, they're up to. Um, I've just It's just tunnel vision and just try my best to expose as many of these crowdfunding scammers as yeah. I can. And that's the thing, expose is a key word too. That's what you do. You expose them, which is really good. Yeah, I expose them. It's not, look, I do enjoy it half the time. I make some funny... <laughs> I make some funny jokes. They're pretty distasteful jokes. Uh, I don't apologize for that. We're talking about people that are taking advantage of vulnerable people for financial gain. Yeah. It's, in my opinion, it's deceptive and misleading conduct, um, obtaining financial advantage by deception. So I don't mince words. You know, yeah. I don't mince words. I, I make some horrible uh, statements about them, and, and, and I'm proud of that. And I'm proud but of that. Like, you also do expose them in a way that's really quite unique to a lot of the sort of like the um the warlike um approach we have with the basically anti-lockdowners and the people who try to expose them is that you started off in this position where they wanted you in the movement and you got about, you know, you had a half million exposures from your, your video. So a lot of people who are on your Facebook page, although I'm sure they drop off pretty regularly because they don't like criticism, but a lot of these people are actually still COVID skeptics, people who are still in the movement who are exposed to your exposés and they see where if they don't never listen to my podcast. So I can sit here and say that, you know, they're scamming dogs until I get blue in the face, but no people who are actually thinking of donating are going to see it. Whereas with you, it does seem like some of the people in the movement do see some of the stuff you do. Yeah. Maybe well, that would explain um, all the death threats that I get uh, on a constant yeah. basis. Uh, got IVO applications coming out of my ears. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that would explain that because I'm I'm part of the movement. Yeah. Well, no so de- good deed goes unpunished, man. Like no good deed ever goes unpunished. Yes, that's right. That's what I believe. I, I don't believe in karma, but I believe it can cause an effect. When yeah. you do the wrong thing, and I speak from experience, when you do the wrong thing, it doesn't end well. Yeah. 99% of the time, it goes badly for you. Yeah. And I think a lot effect. of a lot of these people are going to have pretty spectacular fall from grace, but I think a few of them well, are. Well, starting now. It's starting it. now. You see the mainstream media is starting to notice and they're going really hard on a lot of these anti-everything groups. Yeah, and, yeah, which uh, is and, good. It's a start. But they I'm, always- e- I'm emailing every journalist I can get my hands on. I'm, I'm selling my soul to the mainstream media to, expo- <laughs> to expose these people. I've got my followers reporting the, the crowdfunding scams to GoFundMe, to the AFP, to VicPol to the ACCC, to the Legal Services Board. It's a campaign uh, from myself with the help of my followers yep. uh, to just bring justice to these uh, to these grifters where we can. And it's not yes. easy. No, it's not uh, easy. Like, for instance, um, in terms of the fraud, I mean, the fraud squad are dealing with billions of dollars in fraud, credit card fraud every year. Yeah. Uh, so whether a grifter has gotten, you know, five, 10, 20 grand for a court case that doesn't exist. It's not yeah. that big a deal. So we have not to push. Problem. Yeah. You got to do the work for them too, realistically. Yeah. We got to push and push and push and, um, and try to uh, bring justice where we can to some of these grifters. Cause that's yeah. the best way. Like if we can get one of the grifters charged with a fraud related offense, like deceptive misleading conduct, obtaining financial advantage by deception, something like this, it'll really wake people up because then they're going to yeah. be in court. The evidence is going to come out in court on the record with the media yep. there because I'll make sure they're there. <laughs> <laughs> and once people see someone be charged with a fraud-related offence in regards to crowdfunding for legal fees, for instance, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to start to wonder and they're going yeah. to be sceptical before they donate again to another cause. That's true. And also the people who are setting up these fundraisers might realise that, look, this is this is a risk, you know, 
they they keep getting away with it, so they keep doing it. But yeah, once one of them range. goes, what what if one of them spends some time inside, uh, they might see maybe the you know the jig is up. Call it a day. Yes. Yeah. Well, it just seems like the, the followers of these grifters that hate my guts. I'm fighting for them, which is the yeah. irony. I'm yeah, fighting like for them. That? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're deluded. Yeah. You know. It is. It's really uh, painful like that. You can't help, you know, you lead a horse to water type thing. Like it's just, it's bloody painful. So as far as these grifts go, we've got a few different kinds. So I would say we've got the two different categories. Um, generally, we've got the legal fees grift and that's the main one. And then yeah. we've got like the sort of sovereign citizen grift of just like, you know, if you buy these papers, they'll get you out of jail free, you know, the mask exemptions and stuff like that. So yep. what's the go with these human rights guys? Human rights activists. I'll say confidently on any platform, they're absolute scam, a money-making scam. They're fraudsters. And I don't know if you watch my videos, but I say that all the time. I've been for over a year now accusing law firms, individuals, different uh, companies, calling them scammers uh, and fraudsters and criminals, and no one has seeked legal action against me. Yeah, because uh, you know, true defense. Because it's true. Yeah, and um, so I'll happily say human rights adv- advocates is a scam. Um, they're selling their mask exemption letters, which, if you read uh, the documents, they say themselves that it doesn't work. Yeah, right. <laughs> they say we don't yeah. take liability if you get the fine because they know themselves that it's not, it's not going to work. Yeah, it's uh, it bullshit. They're just cashing in, and um, some of the people behind that have been involved in other scams in the past. Well, that's the well. interesting thing. They've always got form. And the thing, you look at it like, you know, you get surprised, like, surely they're not making that much money off this. Surely it's not that lucrative. But for example, like, you know, I saw that Tom Barnett guy um, who is uh, doing workshops up north with, um, oh, fuck, is it might even be Matt Lawson, I don't know. Uh, but they they had a room, you know, just walk up, they put it on Telegram, 35 bucks a head, and there was something like 50 people in there. Yep. It's not a bad night's work, especially for someone who's just a fucking dropkick who has no other real prospects. Like, you know, we're not talking millions here for some of these people. You're just talking about a really, like a person whose options are basically to work at Kmart or do this. Yeah, that's right. And they do this and they do it quite well. But then you've got the ones that are quite spectacular from people who are otherwise capable of making a, a crust, even if they just end up doing wills and probate, just like our mate Nathan Buckley, who's run a crowdfund that's just reached $140,000 and counting. Yeah, and that's not his first one. He's a prolific crowdfunder for legal fees. I haven't seen anything uh, from him go to court yet. No. You know? No. It's always these letters and updates basically pushing the goalposts out. Recently, he asked people in the aged care sector who are underpaid and overworked and are about to find themselves in some serious trouble, saying that he wants a thousand bucks from them each because if he doesn't get a million bucks, he won't go ahead with the high court challenge. And this is in a, a thing that's already managed to raise. This is the hundred forty odd thousand dollars. I mean, mate. Yeah, and is he if he doesn't get the meal in and doesn't go ahead with the court action, is he going to refund all the donations? Doesn't sound like it. He said there's no mechanism for a refund. <laughs> so that's what I've been trying to tell people, and it's uh, people are so upset with me for te- it's, you know telling people this sort of uh, information. They're upset with me. It's like yep. uh, they are the sheep. The people following these influencers and these crowdfunders, they are. The- they are the sheep. <laughs> yeah, they really don't have the ability to, have, you know, just engage in critical thought, look at something and sort of think, oh, maybe this is a bit sketchy. And that's one of the things I think that a lot of people have been doing with um, the fairly spicy case recently of uh, Nick Patterson, who yes. 
allegedly um, assaulted a police officer uh, in a bit of a scuffle. Yes, and uh, has raised quite a lot of money for uh, a, you know his legal fees, Le- non-existent legal fees, non-existent legal fees. That's always the case. And what do you call it? I think um, he's planning on pleading not guilty as well. So he's going to any he's going to waste the uh, donations. Well, what's going to ha- what? So basically, what happened was you looked up the um, the filing. And you saw that he actually qualified for legal aid. Yeah, and he, he should be engaging legal aid. That's all he deserves. At, uh, he could get a good barrister out of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah and for, for free. A, so for a serious like, case like that, they would hire him a good barrister because he's, so, he's in shit up to his bottom lip. Yes, I, he is. I, I, I read those charges. I felt physically ill. Yeah. <laughs> those charges are horrible. I'd, you'd hate to be his lawyer trying to explain that away. Yeah, I mean, he said basically, "I'm going to punch you guys, and you made me. You, you've justified my actions." Like, we shouldn't talk too much about his uh, his legal case, though, because it could be, you know, a bit compromising. But yes. one of the things that yeah, essentially we can say he's innocent. We can say he's innocent, but we can't say he's he's not innocent. Yeah, bless the legal system, eh? Yeah, but um, but you know, like, so basically, when it comes down to it, he's on legal aid, uh, and he's pleading not guilty, which is cool. You know, he'll he'll, he'll throw has himself. Has he put a plea in? I believe he's pleading not guilty, but I'm not sure. He's, he's out in bail, he's, so we'll see. He's stupid him. enough to, but look, this is what will happen. If he gets a lawyer with any uh, common sense, which is you know likely, there wouldn't be too many lawyers that would let him uh, run a trial on this or a contest on this. Yeah. Because I, I think he's deluded and thinks, you know, he's completely deluded. He's read so many law books. He thinks he knows the law. He doesn't know the law. He hasn't got the faintest idea what he's talking about, at, um, which is going to be very surprising for so many of his followers that yeah. think that he's a legal expert. That's no, it. he actually is getting it all backwards. You know, he knows the yeah. terminology. Uh, he's done a lot of reading, but he's completely got it out of whack. You know what I mean? Uh, to some lawyers don't understand it, let alone yeah. someone like Nick Patterson. And in practice, like he might have read a lot of books and know a lot of the acts and a lot of precedents, but in practice it's a completely different thing. Yeah. And it's pretty useless as long as, especially if you're applying these precedents in ways that aren't actually relevant to the ratio of the case. The judge didn't say that, Nick, and I don't know where you got it from. You know what the name of a case is, but that's not what the judge said. Exactly. It, uh, it's up they to interpretation as well, and he's interpreted everything completely backwards. But yeah. anyway, my point was when he sits down with a lawyer, don't ask me how I know how, and he's saying, <laughs> I want to plead um, not guilty. Uh, his lawyer is going to say, if you fight this, you're going to lose your early guilty plea and yeah. you're going to be fucked. You're not going to yeah. get a discount in jail time. You're, you're going to go you're going, to, you're going to get a bigger sentence if you don't nod to this yeah. from the start. And you're going to get a sentence. And then if there's – look, there could be a defense on some of the charges because they've just – you know, they've, they've, they've thrown the book at him. Yeah. Uh, there's alternatives there. Yeah. But that, that might not be – that might be negotiated uh, for a plea. But um, – what do you call it? any decent lawyer would look at it and say, "I'm not, I'm not pleading not guilty to this." Yeah, you know, uh, you know like yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. You'll have, to, I, you'll have to you'll have to find another lawyer if you want to run the contest on this. Yeah, when it's and- clear, it's clear evidence available. Uh, you've, we've got all the rhetoric, we've got all the videos because all my followers have sent all these previous videos to the uh, to the prosecuting cop. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. followers, yeah. my followers are really. Uh, uh, super citizens, I call yes, them. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so true, they, yeah. They're, they're off gathering evidence, screen recording, sending it all to the relevant authorities. Yeah. I love my followers. They're really, uh, they, they work really hard. And it's great for me. I get to be the face of it. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep that's it. There's all these, my followers behind the scenes, a lot of them are academics and 
Yeah. They can't, they can't go public because of their careers. Yep. But they help me. They feed me information. I yeah. feed them information and they do the – because I'm very computer illiterate. So they do all the groundwork, emailing the right people. Yeah. Do some heavy lifting in there. It's really good. It's a team effort. And that's really good because like you are saying before, you know, like um, – when it comes down to it, these fraud squads and these, even just the locals, they're dealing with all sorts of criminal activity. And the more work they have to do on something, the less they can prioritize it. I mean, it's just hard. Yeah, they've got a lot of work on. Yeah, it's, um, it's they've got easy. more important stuff to be working on as well. So, like I also tell my followers, they're like, oh, this person did this, uh, was running red lights on a live or this or that, you know, and, um, and I'm like, don't bother the cops with these minor things, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not going to take it serious when we've got a decent manner. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Don't, like, clog don't them bother up. them with this petty jaywalking or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so- not that that was, that was pretty negligent driving. I, I know what you're referring to. But when it comes down to it, uh, you know, you, you, you've got to let these things go. Unless there's a cop car driving behind them, it's just an unfortunate situation they got away with. And people get away with shit all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right, that's right. So, but I don't want to be a pest to the to the police, and they get sick, you know, with this minor stuff. You know, they got yeah, exactly, just do. constantly fielding bullshit. So, one of the guys that's a bit of a, um, a sort of anti lockdown hero is Pastor Paul. Pastor Paul, is he scamming, crowdfunding, lying rat. Yeah, fuck Pastor Paul. <laughs> Last time I checked, I can't find it now. He had two thousand nine hundred and sixty-six donors for his magistrate's court bail app. Yeah, right? not dollars, donors. They're donors. usually between twenty and a hundred dollars. Yes, and a lot of money. See, the problem, the difference between myself and all the people on Facebook, I know what legal fees are. Yeah. Right. So I see a crowdfunding. I see someone crowdfunding tens of thousands for a. Uh, Magistrates court bail app, that's two to three thousand dollars. Yeah, like you'd have to have a team of QCs to justify that. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't you know, make any sense. They'd yeah, be sitting yeah, yeah. there playing with and, their and these people are using and they're using the cheapest lawyers available. Yeah, right? if not free ones, to be honest. Let's face it, these guys probably don't pay their bills. I shouldn't say that, but they probably don't. Well, there are, some of them are offering the uh, you know, advertising in a platform for some of these lawyers and the, the lawyers are yep. hiring, they're hiring like ambulance chases from fucking Danny Nong and, yeah. and, and suburban lawyers, right? And it's and all they that, really need for these applications because it's just it's just paperwork, really. You go in there right. and you say, not guilty, thanks for playing, and I'll see you in a few weeks. The same with Fight the Fines. You know, there's a fight, a lot of people fighting, crowdfunding to fight the fines. That's an absolute scam. The fine is the smallest thing you can go to court for. It's an infringement. Yeah. You can fill out the back of the fine and send it in. Yeah, or or, yeah. or or you could pay a um, a scammer a couple hundred grand to go and fight it for you. Yeah, you know and what I mean? is the fight going to be like? What are they going to do? They're going to send bloody Brett Walker in there to challenge these fines. Like, you know, no, it's, it's just, just the, not the, 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 not, the courts have been closed for the last year here in Melbourne. Uh, it's, everything's been done on WebEx. Yeah. Unless, you, unless you're going for a custodial sentence, obviously you have to be there or to yeah. sign bail forms. Other than that, yeah. other than that, the courts have been closed. Now, how do I know? Because I watched my wife. Do court from this computer I'm sitting on yeah. for the last year in her moccasins. Yeah, you, you know, uh, and and uh, the courts have been closed. So, so yeah. the fi- your fine will be done uh, on the papers ex parte. Yep. And um, you fill out the back of the form, you send it in. They book in a webex. You give them your story, and the judge has got some discretion to either uh, have it proven and dismissed. Yeah, or find find it guilty, or sometimes yeah. I can even just throw it out, and it's an infringement. It's yeah, an infringement. 
But it doesn't r- rack up as a conviction if um, if the judge decides the the fine is valid. When it comes down to getting an infringement, it's you know like it's just a basic. It's nothing to do with your criminal record. No, but doesn't that come up on your criminal record if you take it to court? I don't know. Probably. I should yeah. look that up. Well, I yeah. don't know. But either way, what I think it's interesting about these fight the fines things is that for starters, nothing costs what they say it does, but everyone still gives money and they love giving money. It's like they enjoy it. You know, yeah. if, if they can't give money to some of these people due to like a GoFundMe being closed down, they you know, these guys, they post their bank details and they'll go out of their way to give them money. They just yeah, really they, they, want they to think, give these people money. They think that these people are fighting the government. Yeah, they're freedom fighters. Yeah, they're fighting the government and people are like, oh, what, you having to go with the government? I'll pay for that, you know, because everyone's so pessimistic in Australia. They hate their government, hate their country, you know, and um, so they'll pay to support anyone that's having a crack. Yep, yeah. Uh, they feel ridiculous. like they're doing something. They feel like they've got a purpose for once in their lives and that's a bit sad. One of the things that I find interesting also with these crowdfunders is the anti-vax movement and the way they use them. First it was anti-lockdown, then it was anti-mask, yep. and now it's anti-vax. You can't have it both ways. It's the facts facts that will get us eventually out of lockdown and off masks, and now you oppose that too. Well, they're convinced the vaccine is going to kill them, so it's a whole other story. I I often do videos and I call the anti-vax advocates, uh, activists, sorry, the anti-vax activists, I often say they're worse than pedophiles. Yeah, (laughs) you do say that. And a lot of people um, people get upset, even someone that I'm friendly with who's part of the movement, uh, she's like, well... You know that's uncalled for. You know that's a, it's, and I'm like, nah, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking yeah. with that rhetoric because fuck them. Yeah, they are some of the worst people. Because fuck anti vaxxers They're not even anti vaxxers They were anti maskers before, and they were anti lockdown. Yeah, uh, anti lockdown before, and before yeah, that they, they were before that they were on uh, game shows and family food fight. Uh, they just yeah. change like the wind, and they get away yeah. with it. Yeah, it's whatever gets them attention, really. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, I'll continue fighting them. You know, I've got, I have. Some academic friends, nerds like yourself, <laughs> and they say, "What do you care? If people are stupid enough to give their money; they deserve it." And that's a comment that I get. And I had thought about that. I thought oh, that is a good point, and, <laughs> yeah, you know. And um, and I went, "No, no, it's no, not okay it's, to rip off dumb people." It's not right. No, it's I'm not a bit okay dumb to rip myself. <laughs> it's not okay to rip off dumb people. So yeah, no, it's not. It's really not at all. And like you say, you know, they're sort of they're vulnerable and they're scared and they, you know, they don't trust the government. And then these guys come along and say, "Oh, mate, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna have freedom, you just got to give me twenty bucks." And they just keep on doing it. Just keep on doing it endlessly. Yeah, so well, I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna give up. I think this is gonna be my my life's work. Continue to to do my best. It's not a big platform or anything, but I I will continue to learn and. As I go and expose uh, scams in any walk of life where I find them and point them out. You've done a great job. It's really good. I think like a, a lot of it's very effective. And one of the ways you can know it's effective is how viciously they oppose your work. Um, you've had a few scuffles legally and sort of personally. I mean, recently you you've had a few you know sort of IVOs and things alleged against you. You've had some threats. I think you had someone turn up at your place. Yeah, and I had also a guy turn up. Yeah, that's pretty special. Yeah, yeah, guy turned up at uh, Rant and Raven, and um, what do you call it? He went to he went to have a go, went to have a swing, and um, what do you call it? So, well, I can say this here because I told this same thing to the cops. I said, 
I said, what happened? I said, well, I've just bashed him until you guys got here. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is not a great result for him. But like that's the thing, you know, these people have gone from behind a keyboard to actually turning up at your house hoping to harm you. And then you've got this other bloke you entrapped on a, um, on a message thread who was – Planning to, you know, uh, planning to cooperate, uh, uh, was conspiring to, you know, launch an attack on you somehow. Yeah, that was a funny one. That guy, he was uh, friends with Morgan Jonas. Yeah. Morgan Jonas has inboxed me a few times, uh, wanted to meet up. He wants to have a bit of biffo, I think. And I'm thinking, yeah, we're not in school anymore, mate. It's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just said, "What you interested in the cash offer?" <laughs> so I put out, <laughs> I'll put out a few cash offers. I think it's up to thirty five k for for info because I'm really pushing. I really want to see criminal charges against a lot of these people. Yeah, and I think that will happen. I think it's just a matter of time. But like you know, when it comes down to it, criminal charges can result in suspended sentences and the usual lardy dar of a first offence. And I mean, you know, until someone really does at least a month inside, I think a lot of people are just going to consider that getting arrested is a great thing to do because you end up getting a legal fees grift out of it and you'll get more followers as a result. And essentially everything is just about show and the whole thing is just a big game. It's yeah, but if someone gets, game. Uh, goes to court for decept, you know, deception or- um, Like proper dece- textbook fraud. Yeah, proper fraud. I think that's going to be a big eye-opener for a lot of people because it'll come out uh, in the media because I'll make sure yeah. they're there. I'll be screaming about it. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. it'll just make people a little bit more aware. Is what I'm donating to, so. is this a fraud as well? You know? But they're so good at saying the mainstream media and the legal system are all corrupt. They're so good at saying that. So I'm really hoping that all this work doesn't wind up just being rubbed off as being. Well, that's what happened with Nick Patterson. Media. I mean, uh, you know, he was uh, allegedly, you know, calling out uh, corruption and now he's charged and he's fo- half of his followers just think. Oh well, this is just more corruption because he was calling yeah. out corruption. No, yeah, he's a not. hero. He's he's not yeah. Julian Assange. He yeah. is a thug. You know, it just I, it is I think it, it won't be long until people start to realize. Hang on a minute, he's not a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, hopefully, no one comes after you with any kind of conviction. But uh, yeah, so in far, terms yeah. of that guy planning the attack, so he he said in the comments uh, he alluded to the fact that he was planning some sort of violence against me, and I get that a lot. One of my followers said, "Why don't I mess with him?" I said, yeah, go for it. Just tell him you really hate me and call me uh, – make sure you call me a dog. And she's like, why? I said, because in the – what do you call it? In the, in the thug world, the dog's a really bad word. Yeah. yeah. And if you're, he won't think you're one of my friends if you're calling me a dog. You know, yeah, you should, you should yeah. fall for it. And she's all right. So she, re- she inboxed him and said, what are we going to do about this fucking dog, Lucky Lance? Uh, I know where he lives. I've got his address. And um, he's like, right. And then he just fucking – Oh mate, the silly bastard! He took he, to it. He just took to it. She goes, "That many messages." I screen recorded a screenshot of them all. I posted some of them, and um, just planning it to come. He's going to bring other people, yeah, uh, weapons. He was going to bring in tasers and uh, and all these different weapons, and when to get me, and 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 like how badly they wanted to uh, injure me, and all this sort of stuff. And she couldn't believe her luck. Like this guy just incriminated himself. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It's quite it was, special. It was amazing. I posted it up for a bit of embarrassment and uh, a few people said I should go to the police and I was like, once again, like I, I, I actually like police these days. I've never yeah. hated them really, uh, but it, particularly recently I've met a lot of cops because the, the, the grifters send the cops to my house every week yeah, for, yeah, for RVO yeah, yeah. applications and breaches and all this sort of crap. So I've gotten to talking to the police and, you know, because I talk a lot, as you know, so they do their little interview and I end up talking to them for, for yeah. a period. 
Yep. And I really like them. It turns out they're the most normal blokes. They're just <laughs> like some bloke you'd meet at the gym or, yeah, they or anywhere. They're very yeah, they average normal blokes if, when yeah. you're just one-on-one having a chat. Yeah. And I really like I, I, I like them, you know, and I've, it's better to be on their good side than their bad side. I've been on their well, bad side. Well, that's true. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> and I don't love everything they do. And, I, you know, and when, no. when cops do the wrong thing, which they sometimes do, I'm horrified the same as anyone else and, yep. and angry. I've many a night's yelled at the TV. Uh, yep. But we've got to take the good with the bad, and they're 99% good. And the alter- without them, I mean, where would we be without them? We'd be all- well, yeah. I mean, that, they're the first per- per- people I call, you know. Like exactly. It's, it's just exactly. It you've got to take the good with the bad, and they're mostly good. But I do like the uh, police now. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I'm on their, uh, I'm definitely on their side. I'm yeah, definitely on that's their good. side. Hopefully, you get less visits over the next little while. But uh, it's really interesting to hear basically how how it works for you in so far as having doing the work to you know make a brief on these people and send it to law enforcement to try and have some sort of action. Despite how difficult it is to get something done, I think you will eventually find yourself seeing a couple of scalps. I mean, you got Serene, um, but there'll be more. Yep, and. It- in time, hopefully you don't have too much trouble with people trying to knock you off in, with uh, tasers and yeah, bloody that, knuckle dust. Yeah, that guy. He, I, I ended up ringing him. I was like, uh, I rang him. I go, mate, he's, oh, I'm sorry I wasn't going to do it. I said, mate, there, there's 30 messages of detailed plan. And yeah. He goes, oh, but I didn't mean it. I said, well, if you didn't mean it, there's quite the detail there. Yeah. I yeah. said, I said, mate, do you, do you realise how serious an offence that is? Like I said, if I went to the police, you'd – You'd be remanded for something like yeah. that. You'd actually be yeah. on remand. Like yeah. that's how serious yeah. those allegations are. I said yeah. it's your it's lucky day. I said it's your lucky yeah. day that um, that I'm not going to go to the, annoy the police with this. Like, sorry, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Because I like the yeah. police so much nowadays. I don't want to go in there because they've got to do the paperwork. Yeah, they got to do the whole for thing. a threat yeah, from some yeah. idiot, right? Yeah. Who 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 I'd already caught out anyway. It's not going ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the justice has already been served. You know, also I wasn't. I'm not scared of the guy anyway. And, um, if he did, you know, if he did manage to turn up, you know, I'm quite confident in my abilities to protect myself. And um, so I'm not going to. I didn't want to annoy my new mates with that. Yeah, yeah. paperwork for them. I'll save it for the more important stuff. You, you gave him a good shake up, though. You gave him a good shake up. Uh, he, was, he, was, he was shaking, and then I asked him. I said, "You now on Facebook, you're friends with Morgan Jonas." I said, "Is he behind this?" Because it was from a similar suburb. I said, is he behind this? He goes, no, no, I swear. I said, you're friends with him on Facebook as well as other people that hate my guts. And I said, "Was you've got to tell me, was he in on this? And he swears to God. But um, anyway, so that was a bit of fun. It, uh, yeah, but I get dozens of yeah, threats and whatnot, and uh, I just laugh at it, you know, um, uh, and I, 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 I mock them. I say, well, why are you telling me what you're going to do now? You, you've given me yeah, heads, you've blown you've your chance, me the heads yeah. up, mate. Now I'm ready. I'm prepared. Oh, the surprise is all good. That's very yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they get yeah. real angry. And um, yeah. but anyway, it's been over a year and and not much has happened. So Yeah. I think it's, uh, people are quite all talk on the internet. But when, while there's still money to be made, I imagine there's interest to be protected. So, you know. Oh, these uh, peacekeepers, yeah. oh, they might be someone actually that's uh, capable of doing some violence. They're, you know, in my opinion, they're, they're borderline a terrorist group. The yeah, they're very concerning. They're uh, Christian militia by the looks of things. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll, they'd love to get their hands on me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure of it because I've I've told the yeah. truth about their leader, Nick Patterson. He's actually not a victim, um, and he's a, per- he's, he's a perpetrator. He's a yeah. perpetrator, not the victim. Alleged perpetrator. Yeah. And, um, yes. 
So yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so they they'd be quite upset at me, and they're 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 one of the groups actually uh, willing to participate in a bit of violence, a bit of biffo. I'd say so. And they feel like it's justified because of various things, their idea of the law and their idea of religion, that it's sanctioned by law somehow because somehow everything to them is self-defense. And, of course, God is willing the whole thing, so they've got some sort of divine fucking inspiration. Well, one day they're going to wake up and they're going to realize, like I've had a defector from the group. I'll tell you her name. Uh, she's a, what do you call it? Ash Jackson is her name. So she got arrested on on the news. She was all part of the group, but uh, because she was with RDA, uh, she's a transgender, oh, and wow. um, RDA hate transgender and gays, so they didn't yeah, treat fine. her very well. Peacemakers would too. And she was right in on it, getting arrested and excitement. Doing the whole thing. She was right in the thick of it, but it was at the rally, uh, the latest protest uh, at the Vic Market, when she got arrested and they all just legged it on her. Yeah, and that's yeah, when yeah. she turned. They all told her we're going to stand and fight and all this rhetoric, the yeah. Nick Patterson type rhetoric. But then when the cops came after her, they all uh, ran away from her. Yeah, and yeah, that and true. now she's turned her back. Now she's making YouTube videos and she's she's right on my side now. I have to keep an eye out. I have to keep an eye out. <laughs> so that was fantastic, Lance. I uh, really appreciate you coming on. It's fantastic to see someone fighting back. It's a thankless cause, but eventually, hopefully, uh, you know, we can have a bit of a. Uh, a Zoom call champagne to celebrate going down of uh, a couple of fraud charges. It'd be bloody nice to see a couple of these people spend a month behind uh, behind the curtain because it's about fucking time. So thank you very much, mate. And uh, I'm wrapped to come on your show because the conditional release program, it's my favourite show. I'm the biggest really? fan of the show. Love it. Love it, mate. We love it. <laughs> mate, we love I'm our only fan. fan. I might be the only fan. <laughs> well, mate, I'm a big fan of the Lucky Lance uh, live streams myself, actually. I like the brazen way in which you call people out, which I'm sometimes not brave enough to do for legal and personal reasons. So where can people find your live streams and what do you get up to online? Where do the people find you? Uh, I'm Lucky Lance on YouTube, Lucky Lance on Facebook, and Lucky Lance on uh, Instagram. Yep. And the Instagram lives, um, you often- Facebook lives. Facebook lives, yeah, and you'll you'll go through the uh, the comments, and you know it's it's a uh, it's an interactive experience worth checking out. Yeah, I enjoy it. I have a lot of fun. I love my followers on the Facebook. I've made a lot of close friends, and I really enjoy it, and I really love it. Yeah, excellent. Search for Lucky Lance on Facebook, and you will get a treasure trove of anti scamming activity. It's great stuff. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks, Joel. Thanks for your time. Yes, yeah.